Dobbs. Too hot. And on the deflection and interception by Brisker. It was off the hands of Addison, and Brisker is there for the takeaway. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. God, doesn't it feel... <laughs> Tyler, it's so right on our on uh, my our collab bet with Tyler a couple weeks ago on Monday Night Football. The, the Jordan Addison receiving yards over just an absolutely cursed bet. Uh, I feel like a lot my primetime props have been pretty cursed recently. The Christian Kirk injury on Monday night. Yeah, can't can't wait to see who I'm going to put the whammy on tomorrow night Thursday night with the Steelers and the Patriots. Uh, so anyway, uh, that Josh Dobbs game can a couple weeks ago on Monday night was so bad that after Dobbs's. Is Josh Dobbs comeback player? Should we be betting Josh Dobbs for MVP? No. How about presidents of the United States? How about that? Probably a better candidate than anybody else. Uh, so the Josh, the Josh Dobbs experience uh, took a uh, dramatic twist in that Monday night game against the Chicago Bears, where Dobbs was so bad that the thought might be they're going to bench him coming out of the bye for Nick Mullins or Jaron Hall. Uh, and that wasn't speculation. Vikings coach Kevin O'Connell said we're going to evaluate the quarterback position. Now, listen, like we we told you over the course of the last week plus, not that we had to be right, just like felt like it was pretty obvious. Dobbs was going to was going to play coming out of the bye. He had been too good. The the options behind him aren't that great. He's earned the opportunity to have like had to have a bad game and keep going here. Now if he plays bad on Sunday and throws four picks, I'm sure they'll bench him at that point. But I just fe- always felt like Dobbs was going to start. And uh, he will be starting for this game, Ken. And Justin Jefferson gets a full practice in on Wednesday. Jefferson going to be back for the Vikings on Monday night. On the road at Antonio Pierce, Devontae Adams, and the Las Vegas Raiders. Guys, let's bring the music up here, do a little bit more. Move for Week 14 in the NFL. Has the uh, has the cider total budged at all here? The Vikings and the Raiders on Sunday in Vegas. I, you know what's so funny is I was going to say, like, well, no, because we all knew this was going to happen. But we kind of when we knew Boyle wasn't going to start for the Jets, and yet it's like with Zach Wilson, oh my God, like everyone like pushing everybody out of the way to bet the Jets. So sometimes you just never know uh, which way the markets are going to go. Trying to time it's uh, can be a fool's errand sometimes. Vikings are holding as a three point road favorite in the game. It's three literally everywhere. I I don't even know if I could hazard a guess if it was going to come off three, what direction it would go. I guess it would probably go towards Minnesota just on like the bullishness of Jefferson being back and what that means for the Vikings offense. Um, but I've Every time we've talked about this game, I'm kind of like, yeah, I think it's kind of the right number in the game. Like, it's a, they should probably be about three on the road. Um, and we'll see kind of what impact Jefferson has in this first game back. The total has stayed very stable the entire week. Open 40. Now it's either 40 or 40 and a half. Um, so not a lot going on here. Like, big news announcement. Um, but in terms of impact in the betting market, not so much here. All right. So that's the Vikings and the Raiders. I think I agree with what Eric said in the last segment, and like Pizzola kind of alluded to this earlier. I think at a full three, I'd be apt like two and two and a half. I think like I would only look at Minnesota, but getting three, I think I think the Raiders would be the side that I would like in the game. I don't really see it as like a great betting opportunity either way. Just want to give my opinion on uh, that particular sporting event happening this Sunday from the uh, from the Sin City. Ken, let's move on here and hit a couple weather games. Is there anything out there in like and I think it's like Cincinnati and Chicago and Cleveland and Baltimore. Anything happening weather-wise here? You know, meteorologically, 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 meteorologically. Oh boy, it is. But I, I feel like we're not. I feel like we're not sticking the landing here. Tyler Morales is with us. Tyler, how do you pronounce that word? No, no, we're doing that thing where we can't hear Tyler again. It's actually the silence was actually very funny. How do you how do you pronounce that word? 
Uh, Jake, Jake the Snake Asana is with us. Jake, how do you pronounce that word? I'm going to go with meteorologically. Oh, that I was think pretty good. He's the closest. I think that was. The, I think that was the closest. That was like really good. I couldn't do that. That was not bad. That was not bad. Yeah. Meteor. So medi- meteor. Me- meteorologically. Meteorologically. Oh boy. <laughs> I had to like. I had to like. I had to clench some muscles to do that. I had to like really like focus. That was tough. That was a tough. Oh one. man. Oh, by the way, I didn't do the thing that I normally do in this segment. Uh, this is our final segment for the day on Stadium. If you're interested in more media, media, meteorological media, meteorological things, you can check out twitch.tv backslash BetQL for the final hour of the show, the power hour of the, the yeah. show. Actually, honestly, it's the best like two minutes of the show we've done all, all yeah, week. Possible. Meteorologically. meteorologically, it is. Uh, yeah. uh, oh, how about this? Ken, what about the weather on Sunday? In the mm, what about clouds? Let's draw a happy little sun. Uh, there were possibly going to be a number of games this week impacted by inclement weather and uh you know for like i think most people who watch football understand like the impact that wind rain snow etc can have in a game well that also applies to the betting markets right if, if at the start of the week it looks like there's going to be a particularly negative forecast for a particular city plays outdoors you're going to see the total drop in that game people are going to bet the under and uh and that can, that even continues as you get late in the week and then you know we're watching the pregame shows on sunday and you'll have the reporter out there with the microphone you know, snow blowing all around like oh you can't even see anything down here whatever and you'll see the totals like really start to crash in those situations well it starts early in the week with with bad forecasts except the problem with bad forecasts is that they can be wrong when it's six days in advance and we talked about this on monday and tuesday and i have literally said on the show i go look we have weather games we could talk about but i don't want to do that until later in the week until we know more about the forecasts because these things are becoming unclear i guess is, is how i would put it we have the potential to have some wind in cincinnati and in cleveland and maybe in chicago but like it's kind of Un- it's unclear what that's going to be like. It's not some locked-in super blizzard or something, some nor'easter or whatever that's going to hit these cities. It's, you know, 15 to 20 miles per hour. And, okay, originally we thought maybe there'd be snow. It's going to be really warm in a bunch of these games. It's now going to – the forecast for a lot of these games is like 40, 45, 50 degrees in December, which is pretty outrageous. And, again, that can change too. Just like this idea of this locked-in, very, very impacted weather game – has kind of it's gone away basically and now we're just we're left with yeah we'll see what the weather's like could be bad could not be bad and you've seen that in the market so at, at first there's that rush to bet the under right oh might be bad weather might be what got gotta bet the under in all these games i mean we saw the the total in the cincinnati indianapolis game was just like plummeting and and this was a game where i think nick and i both expected there to be a lot of points that total is getting bad to bet down a lot the chicago total is getting bet down a lot the cleveland total i thought was going to close like 27 if we were going to have really negative uh, weather in that game a couple other totals getting bet down as well now kind of today the projection, the outlook for the weather improves a little bit. Uh, maybe it's bad. Maybe not. And what do you think you see happen in the betting? Whoops. Now you see the over just get come back on hard in, in like a lot of these situations where like the Colts Bengals total is the, the, the perfect example of this open 42 and a half 43. And now you've actually just seen like a lot of interest in the up to a key number of 44 in that game. So it's like, yeah, cause it's going to be like 50 degrees and kind of rainy and maybe have some wind. Oh, by the way, every Colts game goes over. Oh, by the way, did you watch, watch Jake Browning on Monday night? And so you, I think you've seen people who might've been reticent about 
like oh like i I don't know if i'm gonna come in and play that over i'm not gonna play that back now now like we're right back kind of where we started in a bunch of these so for example uh bears lions opened 44 went down about three three and a half points now it's back up near 44 again 43 and a half 44 bengals i just told you about now that's up to 44 um browns jags is a lower total but you have to also remember that there is like quarterback uncertainty in that game where I think maybe there is like the slightest bit of optimism that Trevor Lawrence is going to play, but it's also very likely to be CJ Beathard and it's maybe Joe Flacco and you might have wind anyway. So like the quarterback uncertainty plus the weather is going to kind of hold that total down a little bit more than in the other games that we're talking about. So this is going to have to be a continuing kind of updating situation that we do on the show on Friday especially on Sunday when we, you know, actually can like look outside and know what's going on uh, without the help of meteorological aids. And so, uh, you know, that's that's just it's going to be unclear. We're not really going to know. But I would say it's at least a little more kind of like glass half full for normal football this weekend uh, than it was a couple days ago. You better you bet with Nick and Ken line movement for week 14 in the NFL only on stadium for a couple more minutes. If you're watching on stadium. Uh, you got to check out the final hour of the show. We'll give you all our bets for tonight. Twitch.tv backslash uh, BetQL. I'll hit you with another game, Ken, but just like to play off what Pozzola said when he was on with us in the second hour of the show today. We had a bunch of guests on, so we haven't gotten the chance to talk about it. And I'm sure you agree with him based off the conversation we had about this game yesterday. But, like, he's right, right? Like, best case scenario, Lawrence is announced that he, it's announced that Lawrence is going to play the Jaguars get better and we bet the Browns like at a number under three or better money line price. Do you do you agree with that? Like I I'm actually kind of like salivating for that potential outcome also. Yeah, like so the the market's uh, very very heavily juiced three toward Cleveland. Like there aren't even even three minus one tens. They don't even exist right now in this game. It's all just three juice toward Cleveland. If they said he was going to play, that probably gets you to two and a half. But I might not get you I mean, anywhere past that. Yeah, um, but that's okay, though, right? Yeah. Did you, then you I went just, on three with I, Cleveland? I'm just trying to be like, am I sure it even gets you to two? I guess it gets you to two and a half because it's Lawrence, even if he's going to be 10% in the game or something like that. I, I agree that that I think that creates a potential betting opportunity uh, on Cleveland. Obviously, like, want to know what the price gets to and that, and then figure it out. It would cause a price drop. I just, I don't know how big the drop would be because it's it's obviously very highly publicized that he's, like, not even remotely close to 100%. And so it's one of those classic gray areas where, like, you get a reaction, but, like, is it really significant? I guess it would go to two and a half in that situation. And then, yeah, maybe, maybe it would be bet Cleveland. It definitely wouldn't be bet Jacksonville at a low price. Um, yeah, like, I, I know he was really big on it. I'm, I'm, like pretty into it just like would want to see what the exact pricing is before i would say like for sure i'd click the button anything else stand out to you on the board here that's worth reporting here line movement for week 14 uh just like a couple games that have teaser potential but maybe not and you know we talk about teasers as we get later in the year i'm sure people that listen to the show watch the show all the time have noticed we talk about teasers more like traditional six point teasers uh, as we get later in the year, and I've said on the show a couple of times, because we usually have a much better idea of like team quality and what teams are and what types of games they tend to play and whether the totals in their games are accurate. And if it's like a really like a rock solid point spread in total and everyone kind of agrees with it, then I want to tease away from that. Like if we have a really good idea about what teams are, um, then, I, then I would like to tease in those games as opposed to like games that Tim Boyle is starting where we have no idea what that's going to be. Um, so Tampa and Atlanta had been a game that we had focused on as like our favorite teaser leg this week in about half of the sports books that are dealing this game. 
those teasers have gone away and and Atlanta is a one point favorite in those games. So only in about half the available sports books, can you even tease that game anymore? I mean, like, I don't know where we're going, but I like that teaser enough. Like I'd find a one and a half right now. And in terms of what to pair it with, you can go in a couple different directions of the available numbers. Currently, my favorite would be Denver for sure. Um, Even if it's like, oh, well, I'm three on that site, like tease to nine then just to get the Tampa teaser leg. And I would still like Denver teaser leg at that number. Buffalo isn't bad either, but I think that's going to be around for a while. All right, if you want to check out the final hour of the show, if you're watching on Stadium right now, I would recommend doing so. We'll have a great conversation with Rick Camp coming up to start the hour, giving us NBA bets for tonight. Then we'll give you all of our bets for tonight. Twitch.tv backslash BetQL. Twitch.tv backslash BetQL for the final hour, the power hour of You Better You Bet on a Wednesday. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.